This episode is brought to you by Bullet Wealth. It's a new YouTube channel. It's got a lot of interesting facts about like financial advice. It's hosted by Scott Merrick. He's the owner of Maya Wealth, a wealth management company. And so he has the experience and the know-how. It's very entertaining. You can get a nice little financial segmented education if you go to Bullet Wealth on YouTube. Check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel Production. ladies podcast the other the other day and she started asking me questions before she hit record and i'm like spitting out like you know knowledge and shit and then she's like hold on hold on hold on let me i'm gonna hit record and then i'm gonna ask you the same question and then <laughs> say it again yeah. like that and i and i just could not get that's my a, words that's a that's out. the i was gonna say that's like that's a that's a real star right there that could just just be, it's like just do it like you just did naturally. You're like, uh, all right, <laughs> yeah, it will do it just like that, right? Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Jesse on fire. Jesse, how you doing, sir? Thank you so much I for am. coming back on. I'll do this. I'll do this show whenever you want, good sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're one of our most uh, like not requested but viewed guests when we have when I have a guest on like you get the most res- one of the highest responses so it's a uh, it's always good for the algorithm and shit. That's awesome. <laughs> what yeah, so the, the YouTube is really good at figuring out like I, I don't know you know it has to be some kind of voice recognition Google stuff but like uh like they know who the guest is, you know. A guy cuz I could I could title something Joe Rogan joins the show and puts his face through a wall. And if Rogan's not on the show, YouTube knows, you know, like, uh, but like when I had, I remember when I had, when I did an interview with Sammy, the bull, when my, when my other channel was really uh, young, Jesse on everything, those videos got like 40,000 views when I'd never had anything over like 2000. And I was like, what? Like, I mean, you know, and I talked about all kinds of topics like that. It's just YouTube knew that it was really him, you know? Wow. Yeah, they're on it. It's uh, I'm trying to transcribe some of our old podcasts so that we can remake some 
uh, videos like they do with Joe Rogan when it's like out of context. They totally redo the conversation. Yeah. And it, those are so funny and I'm trying to kind of recreate some of that with our, with my podcasts. Yeah, so it, yeah, those are hilarious. I was just watching one of those like five seconds ago, actually. Yeah. Those, I mean, and I, and then I, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, that's kind of cringy that we're going to try to copy what they did. But I still want to do it because it'll be fun. We're just trying but to. Have every, fun. Everybody's doing it. It's like okay. they, like that's that's like the new thing. Like they did that one. They did that one where Trump, where they made it look like Trump is interviewing Biden. Uh, have you seen I that? See that? No. It's hilarious, dude. I saw. I actually saw it on JP's channel. Like JP did it. Like JP did a JP reacts to that that interview. It's so funny, man. It's well, such saw, a funny video. Oh well, I saw JP interviewing Biden supposedly. That yeah, I saw funny. that one too. Yeah, yeah. he's he's killing it i'm on sober october and let's see i'm like but and it's fucking going great i i had the wildest dreams last night and like i woke up but i woke up in like a cold like a sweat because i guess my body's like detoxing mm-hmm. and because i smoke i smoke too much weed i was gonna ask isn't it like what, what's your what's your normal vice yeah it's, some, it's mainly weed but yeah. yeah that's that's pretty much it and it's and i and i've been like years of where i'm like why am i even fucking doing this and i'll tell people like in a weird way like reaching out for help to (laughs) and then they're like dude it's just weed relax who cares it's fine but i know that it's not helping like helping me be my best self or whatever because um you just know if you're not if you're being honest with yourself like okay and it fucks up my sleep most people can smoke weed and, and they sleep better when I smoke mm-hmm. weed, it's like I'm restless all night, and I've been doing it for the last ten years, and ever since I got out of the army, as a self medication, and it, and it's great, but it's one of those cyclical things where I smoke, and then I don't sleep well, and then I don't feel good, so I smoke again, and then it's like this repeating. Yeah, thing. yeah. Do you have any any vices? Oh, Are you like plenty? Okay. Oh no, no, no. But like, but yeah, but not weed. Like weed's not weed's not my weed's not my bag. Like weed makes me uh. It just takes this thing that I can do that already is overwhelming sometimes, which is like have just having to do with people where, you know, I don't know, like, uh, like I am a, like if someone put a spreadsheet in front of me and they were like, okay, so what we need you to do is fill in any amount of just basic instructions. You could have that thing sitting in front of me for two weeks and I will not be able to do it. Like there's like, I'm just a straight up functional retard. But <laughs> When it comes to look like with people, like I can literally, I can look at a photograph of a person and tell you all kinds of shit about them that like, it's impossible for anyone to know. I don't know how I do it. And like, if I, and I, if I'm sitting here talking to a person or watching a person, it's like, I could see their, I could see everything about them, everything. And when I smoke weed, it amplifies that on a level that is unbearable. Like it's fucking unbearable. It's like uh, the stuff that like, like the stuff that lives under all of it, all the ugliest stuff about people is just looking me right in the face and it makes me hate everyone. And then, and then I'll just go, Oh, what's going on with you? And then I'll just do it to myself. And it's just as ugly. And it's like, it's awful. I fucking hate smoking weed, man. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll get too high and I'll be talking to my wife and she'll say something and I'll interpret it in some kind of way where it's like, she's bad, like it's negative. And I, and I, Mm -hmm. I don't like, 
that aspect because it, it's like it's almost like a, a paranoia, I guess. And it's like, yeah. did you mean it like this? Are you trying to say that I'm stupid? Because I'll I like cry. Some yeah, I, I cry about like the stupidest shit. I'm, I'm what was I? I was emailing my the guy that taught me how to <clears throat> meditate. It was it was December of last year. I went to this meditation guru and he taught me how to like meditate and it's been like a year and i this morning i finally was like fucking email him and text him and say thank you and as i'm saying thank you i'm like fucking tears are coming down or some commercial will be like super sweet where a young you know a young boy is helping his mom because the dad died and i'm like <laughs> so, so sweet and you know but then it's like men don't cry and but um i'm reading this book about steve jobs it's mm -hmm. fucking great and he would cry all the time in meetings i don't cry in meetings i cry about like silly shit but i don't like he's got shit. that thing that i have like he's like uh he gets overwhelmed with passion like with if like they're building something i have that when they yeah. uh when i was I doing when we were building uh when i was doing my company and I, and I was fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, trying to get this TV show made. And the when they brought the team out from Esquire Network, Greg Goldman, you know, producer of all these huge fucking shows, and they did they we felt this was it was going to be the sizzle, you know. I actually didn't like I didn't really understand the process as well as I do now. Like I thought shooting a, a sizzle meant that the show was a go, but it was really like you know it was the test shoot. We and then it went to pilot, but so like we were doing the sizzle in my mind, I had won. Like I was like, and, and I already knew it's like, I had, or I can already see all the steps because, and in my mind, this is going on television now. If because if this show would have gotten on television, we would be DraftKings right now. You know, like we were going to, it would have been $300 million in free, free advertising, you know, in, in much, much stickier than, you know, than, than the bullshit they were putting on television. It's like a real story about real people with a better product than them. And so when they went to go do my interview, I just collapsed because I was like, you know, they're like interviewing me in the moment where I had won, you know, and it was like, so like, I, I understand that kind of, that's like, that's like the kind of thing that like, that gets to me. Like sometimes when I'm thinking about like a fighter who like fought through just insane shit, like that's, that's what it gets me, you know? And like, and then they, and they won, you know? Yeah. Like I don't cry. I don't cry about a guy losing. Like if a guy like, oh man, he really, really needed that one and he lost. Like that does nothing for him. I mean, I feel sorry. I feel real bad for him. But what gets it for me is like a dude who, like, had everything on the line and then he went all in and he won. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's how does that's it's beautiful, you know, and mm -hmm. it's it's like inspiring and there's a connection. We all kind of want that. We're all trying to achieve the dream of you know, just success and respect from our peers. And you have all these connections with like MMA fighters and apparently TV executives and stuff. You're like in a mix. What, how did you get all up in there? I'm just, I don't know. And I'm just good at networking, like where, cause like, I don't know. I think it's a, like the same reason I'm good at networking for the same reason that, people respond to my content, which is just that like, uh, 
like go, going back to the thing where like if i smoke weed and i look at people it's like i don't i i think i think a lot of people are much more aware of what they're looking at than they realize when they're to like looking at people and how they go and it's like people can see you know if a person is just like this is absolutely exactly how i feel about this like i'm not there's no filter i'm not concerned about what you think about it i'm not concerned about what anybody's going to think about it I'm confident in my opinion and I'm just going to tell you what it is. People love that. Like, and then they trust it and then they trust the person. And if someone was going to describe me, it's like, well, you know, you know, what's his defining trait? They'd be like, I like him because you always know he is saying exactly what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think that has a lot to do with it. And then like, um, you know, there's also some strategy that I implement in terms of like networking, you know, there's, uh, you know, stuff I wouldn't say on a podcast, but there's, uh, uh you know, if you know, if you know what you're trying to accomplish, you can be strategic about networking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honesty. And like, you know, because people see through bullshit or at least mm-hmm. they'll be suspicious and they're like, is he lying? Is he telling the truth? You want people mm-hmm. to just know because you've always, you know, you're just, you're not like all shifty. You're not like scratching yep. your neck or turning away. I was watching this interview from this, chess match it was like after this guy beat uh, magnus carlson and everyone thinks he cheated and elon musk was saying he put wait, wait, wait. Anal- a Sorry. guy or a girl are you talking about poker no guy it was a guy it's a it was a chess it was the chess match and this oh, guy, chess okay chess Sorry. um magnus carlson was like the number one chess guy, and he just got beat by this new up-and-comer who has been caught cheating before, apparently. How do you cheat in chess? So, exactly. So, they were using anal beads that vibrated with Morse code so that after each move, you know, it's live on TV or, or wherever it's being broadcast. So, you know, Magnus would make a move, and then the dude's sitting there waiting, and supposedly through Morse code, they would tell him what piece to move where through a vibrating anal beads. So uh, it's like, uh, so it's like a, there's a team of people who are like collaborating and then, so this guy's actually playing against multiple people, not against one. He's playing against the best guy. And then he has a team kind of probably using more like a computer to make the, the next best move. Oh, because the computers it. are better than people now. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, they are, and it's it's debatable whether or not he. Nobody knows if he had anal beads. That was the speculation that Elon tweeted, and it's like going like viral. I'm a, I play chess a lot, and which is why I was like paying attention to it. And in the interview afterwards, people were also like, hey, "Something's off." He is very sketchy, which just. You know, you don't want people to be questioning you if you just won the world title in chess and then people think you cheated. Like, no way then, to cheat in MMA. Yeah. Well, is there? I mean, not certainly not for the championship. I, I was also watching. This is pretty crazy. I don't know if you've ever fit if you, like fished. I'm not a big fisherman. I'm not a big uh, fisher, but I have fished. Yeah, of course. Okay, so they have the fishing competitions, and I was I'm always on Twitter the other day and. All these people are like, you fucking cheated. You should. Oh, I saw that, dude. Yeah. Where he's putting weights in the fish. 
Dude, that guy had won $3 million over the previous wow. however long. That dude, like that guy. And it was so crazy. Yeah, when you listen to that, they're like, we all knew it. We all knew you were doing it. Wow. It's like, yeah, for years, you know, for years, <laughs> guy just stuffing weights. I'm surprised that, I mean, I mean, that guy's life is over, obviously. But, man, I'm surprised he got out of there, you know, a bunch of, bunch of bass fish tournament bass fishermen. There's Isn't no cameras it? in that place. They they probably shoved those weights down his throat. Oh my god! They sh- yeah, I mean, it, it's almost clever. It's almost like you know what he did. It's like it's so simple that it, it was brilliant. Yet if he got caught and he I pushed mean, it too and, hard. Yeah, pushed it too far. Where they were like, fucking- this fish doesn't weigh that. Yeah, and now that's how they caught him. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. going to change how they do that probably for the rest of, you know, tournaments. Yeah, they'll just they'll forward. just going to they're going to fillet the fish and weigh that probably, you know, like you know or something. Right, or some kind of x-rays. But that yeah. it's yeah, cheating is it's not admirable. And when you mm-hmm. when you get caught, it's like you know, I'm I've never really been that type of guy, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. know, but you see it happening and you're just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I would never do that. And, and, and especially like, especially in, in that type of environment. Cause like, okay. So like, I'll come back to this in one second, but like there, so there's this huge poker cheating scandal that's going on right now. Did you see um, anything about that? No, this happened. Like, this is so fucking crazy, dude. So on Thursday night, I'm in Dallas and I'm just dicking around on Instagram and this girl who I know who's friends with my wife, this smoke show from LA that's like from the same college as my wife, they're like good friends. Her name's Robbie. And she's like, and it's and she's like, oh, I'm playing on in the high stakes poker, you know, the high stakes game at uh at commerce on whatever. She's gonna be in this like televised high roller two hundred thousand dollar buy-in game. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I hit her up on Instagram. I was like, Robbie, you play poker? I was like, I mean, it's like I mean, I'm sure you've seen my wife. She looks like, she's like, looks like, you know, there's all of a sudden, yeah, model. She, like if my wife is like a $200,000 buy-in poker player, it's that, it's that, it's that absurd, you know? So she didn't respond. She just didn't see it. I wake up on, or I'm going to bed on Saturday night at 2 a.m., right? And this, and this story pops up on the quartering, the YouTube channel, the quartering. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. We sponsored yeah, that. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, uh, uh, Female poker player accused in cheating scandal from using a a, a vibrating a vib- vibrating device, and I clicked on it, and it was fucking Rabia. It's 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 like our friend. No, it's way. fucking her, dude. And it's this huge scandal. This fucking massive. It's everywhere. Like if you go into like any of the poker things, they're they're talking about lie detecting. You know, doing a lie detector on her now. So basically, like the hand. The, I, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't actually watched it on t- on video because I don't. I don't like. I don't want to know, dude. Like, I, it's like I don't. I don't want to get too analytical on it because I know them. Wow. She is though. Like, she has the eyes. Like I was talking about with the weed. Like I've always. That's one thing I can always do. Is anybody who has the same thing I I do, I'll spot them instantly. It's rare, but she for 100 sure has the eyes, and so. It doesn't surprise me at all that she plays poker because she could just sit there and look and she can get a real good read on people same way I used to. But so she, the, the hand, basically this guy who's notorious for bluffing was going heavy, heavy, heavy. He was on a low straight draw, but mm-hmm. she had jack high. Like she had nothing. Like she, she literally, she had nothing. 
and she called on the turn with a jack high because he had a seven eight straight draw, and they're like the like she had no nothing like she had nothing. She shouldn't she have had, called. She would have never course, called. Like, it doesn't, unless- like, she, she had nothing. She had right. no draw. She had a jack high. Even if he's bluffing, she should have folded, right? Like, even if she knows he's bluffing, she can't call with that hand. And she called anyway, and she won. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And then so they, so the guy and the people from the staff, they, like, pulled her into the hallway, and they were like, what'd you do? How'd you, you fucking cheated? How'd you cheat? And she's this tiny little thing. She apparently offered to give the money back. She's like, I don't know. How do I make this right? Like, I don't get... So what actually, so I talked to her husband, who's my boy, who's an attorney who would stomp this guy's brain into a million pieces. Like when I, like literally I was like, bro, what? so he said that what happened was she misread her hand. She thought she had bottom pair. And so she thought she was calling with the bottom pair and she actually only had Jack high. And then like, and then, and then she was embarrassed. And so she's like, just spazzed out and didn't like communicate it well or whatever. But this is like literally like the biggest thing going on in poker right now is this cheating scandal with this chick that I know super well. I'm like really, really good friends with them. And so, yeah, I mean, if you look up, if you look up poker cheating scandal right now, I mean, it's like it is fucking everywhere. And that girl, that girl is a really good friend of ours, like and, and her husband's a really good friend of mine. And so they're they're like theorizing that she used that she some has kind of someone vibrating. watching someone someone watching on TV and signaling to her. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, and they like are they're like they're like going through all of her hands and really meticulously looking at how she played all these other hands, and they can't really find any other ones that are like that weird. But they're like they're all look at her body language. It doesn't look like she's doesn't look like she's trying to think. It looks like she's waiting for something. It's all this shit. You're like, oh my gosh! But I talked to her. Like I said, I talked to her husband, and he's like, bro. He's like, she's not cheating. He's like, she won, she won, she placed in the money at the World Series of Poker the last two years. It's not exactly. like she's like, it's not like she doesn't fucking know how to play poker, man. But she plays, that, she plays I mean, the man. That's what happened. That's what I was thinking with this dude with the chess thing. It's like he wouldn't have, I mean, he wouldn't have made it to playing the top player in the world unless he was cheating the whole time. But I feel like he, he had to be good enough to get up to that level and even if you're cheating all the way up to that top level you're gonna get really good at it and maybe but maybe he did cheat it's it remains unknown because nobody inspected his asshole i'm assuming (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah if they would if they would ask to do a cavity search on her her husband would legitimately would have had them killed i think yeah that's that's not happening yeah tell me it's great Tell me, like, like oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just like about some of these latest MMA stories that you've been covering. You know, like, I mean, Connor's out. Do you think he's on? He seems like he's on steroids. That's. I don't know. Like, I actually, I'm not really sure if he's on steroids. I, I would say that, like, I would say that if you know, and just for anybody who doesn't kind of know the full story, what just came out a couple of weeks ago is that Connor is the only person active in the USADA testing pool who has not been tested in 2022. The only oh, I one. thought he was pull, I thought he was in I thought he got pulled no, out no, or was no. inactive. Okay. That was the initial report was that he was he had left the USADA testing pool and then what came out was that no he's active he just hasn't been tested in 2022. Now, the UFC has the ability to give fighters waivers. They like yeah. they could give them 6-month waivers. Now they would never have to announce this publicly or anything. Right. And so what my 
I'm gonna get in trouble lately coming up with fucking theories here, but like, uh, but but my theory in the event that the UFC did give him a waiver would would have to do with his leg. You know, exactly. where it's like like it's like he needs to take things that are banned on the USADA list to make sure that his leg heals correctly. That makes sense to me. Which is fine. I mean, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you let other people who also fold their leg in half do the same thing, you know. I think Anderson Silva probably did something similar when he was healing. Am I right? Well, we don't know. I mean, like, because you know, like uh, Weidman. I'm not sure if Weidman is it has been being tested, but like, yeah, I would be actually. I should ask these guys about that. Like, just wondering if if anybody else gets a waiver because, like, that's not the. This is, I mean, I'll tell you right now. There's no way. There's no way that publicly that could be the policy where it's like, you know, I, which I, I think it should be. And I said that in my video, it's like, I think there should be a provision where if you are rehabbing a catastrophic injury, then you get an exemption, you know, for let's say they have some kind of UFC specialty doctor that says, this is the, this is what's going to help you heal the best and the fastest and you get an exemption for literally whatever that is, like whatever, right. whatever they prescribe, you know, and you get to take it for the amount of time, you know, allotted by the doctor. You don't like you can you can get tested for everything else, but you don't piss hot if you get, you know, if that's in your system. Because ultimately, like. I mean, look, like the UFC and MMA is is destruction derby with human bodies. Exactly. It's like, I, I really think that, recuperate or to heal you know sometimes you might need a little bit of assistance from uh, yeah. chemicals i just do jujitsu every nice. single day see and every I, day. I i need to get back into that i but, but i don't have a gym here i'm in i'm in the mountains and there's no uh, there's a gym like 20 yeah it's like 25 minutes away I'm, but it Dude, the I'm gym re- i go to is uh it it at the, if there's absolutely not one minute of traffic, it's like 35 minutes away. Oh wow! And then with traffic, it's an hour. And I like, dude, on Monday or uh, yeah, on Monday, I went out there for the 9 a.m. class, came home, worked, went out for uh the 5:30 and 6:30 class. Like I went out, so I was like four hours in the car just for jujitsu on Monday. It goes like it goes by pretty easy, man. It's like I I just and I I'm just used to it now. I just do it every day because that's where uh because I train at Victor Hugo's. You know Victor Hugo's the you know who he is uh i've definitely heard his name he is the number one in gi jiu-jitsu fighter in the world okay he's and an, so you, pra- a, you practice in gi then we do gi and no gi but yeah gi. like and okay. he's uh he he's the only like he fought gordon ryan at adcc and he's the only one that gordon ryan didn't submit like okay. uh gordon ryan submitted every other person at, at adcc all the best no gi guys in the world, and and Victor's like he's known for gi, and he fought no gi, and Gordon Ryan couldn't submit him, and they actually, dude, towards the end there, he did he did well, dude. Like he escaped a position that Gordon had him in, where you could see Gordon was pissed, dude. Like he was uh-huh. really pissed. He got because Gordon got swept, and uh, I'm hoping that they'll uh, they'll set up like a you know a no time limit match with them. That'd be incredible. I mean, Gordon's looks pretty unbeatable but you know do you watch do you actually do you like watch did you watch any adcc no i i mean i pretty much only watch ufc or if we're sponsoring a fighter in another organization i'll I'll go to like lfa or maybe a fury type shit but no i don't really watch 
um, like jujitsu matches or anything. Yeah, ADCC is like the Olympics of of submission grappling, and they do it. Okay. They do it like once, or I think it's like once every two years. And it was just like, I think it was what two, three. It was like three weeks ago, okay. and uh, and then Steve, my other professor, won. He won his. He's he's older. He's like thirty set. I think or thirty eight, and he's the number one pound for pound jujitsu fighter in the world in his division he's my size that's the whole thing that's why i went there was because like i'm friends with him and i'm like so i can learn from basically how i look at it is at all times basically going forward i'll be training with the dude who is the best in the world my weight class near my age he's like a little bit younger than me but we're right around the same size and he's the best in the world he beats the fucking shit out of me dude well, that seems like it, it would make it worth it to have an hour drive or half hour yeah. drive or whatever. I don't know anyone at this gym, and but now you're, I think I should, I need to like get off my ass and go do it because I love doing it. It's fucking, you get like a high from it, you know? Yeah. And, it, and just like what you should do is, is you should just set a, just be like, I'm going to go, like just force yourself to go and commit to the days that you're going to go in advance so that it's not even like, there's no conversation. It's like, okay, I'm going and do like, I would say do four days your first week and then do four days the following week and you'll be hooked for sure. Like, it's like, you just got to commit to like the, just go like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or something like, you know, just commit to the days in advance and then where it's just non-negotiable, like it's in your calendar, like you're going Mm -hmm. and just do those two weeks. And then if you get through with the two weeks and you're like, eh, then do that. But if you, but most likely you'll get hooked again. It's just about just getting there. I because I know I when I was in San Antonio, I had a gym. It was like five minutes from my house. And I was going like every day. I was practicing sambo, jujitsu, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And but I was really only I only going for the free roll at the end of class. I love the rolling at the end of class. I I, I you know, that's the mo- that's the fun part. But yeah. I mean it's I, yeah. How often do you go? I usually do I probably, well, so I try to get in at least six sessions a week minimum. So like, uh, and then sometimes I do more like it's like, uh, cause like on, on Mondays and Wednesdays, just between those two days, that's four. Cause I do five 30 and six 30 and then, uh, and then Tuesdays, Thursdays. So that's like just the base level is like two on Monday, two on Wednesday, one on third, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And then, and then I'll try to do open mat on Saturdays if I'm in town and then I'll usually do one morning. So I really end up doing like eight sessions a week, but like, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's dude, it's awesome. It's like, and and it's, it's a, it's like a really, the school is awesome. It's six blades in Lake Lake Travis. It's so funny. Like, cause I've announced that on the channel a million times. It's like, dude, I'm like six blades, Lake Travis. And I'm like, and, and so every once in a while, someone will pop in there like, Hey, can I check out the gym? And if just because they want it, like they're like fans of the channel, and I know yeah. instantly they walk in, I see them in one second. I'm like, oh, he's, you know, and they'll yeah. like, you know, they'll they'll do the class and they'll come up to me after. They're all, dude, I love your stuff. Then when you imitate that dude, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, one of the guys actually he joined. He's a tough fucker too. Nice. He actually triangle choked me the other day and it fucking infuriated me. Uh, that's like, like a like an arm arm triangle. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're obsessed about it for at least a little while after the fact. Dude, the next round he got to find out what it feels like if I actually go 100% because I was pissed. Yeah. Dude. The arm triangle being they're like, "All right, let's go again." And I was just like, you know, I think he still thought it was like a 70% thing and I was like, "Oh no, now you just <laughs> now it's all you know, 
you know, it's on. I don't get to do that with Steve. I just have to like, or I mean, there's lots of people that I just have to kind of take it. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's so funny. Like with Steve, anytime that like, uh, if, if I'm like, if we're, if, you know, if we're doing rounds and he's like, it's so funny. He's so fucking good that like, while he's doing his rounds, he's just watching everyone else. He's both mm -hmm. manhandling yeah. someone and also watching everyone else. And so any, any time that, that I, like, I'm, you know, I've done like a couple of rounds where I just smashed a couple of guys <laughs> every time, every time I never get three good rounds in a row, dude. Cause like, if I do two good rounds, he'll be like, yes, let's roll. Uh, and, uh, bring it back like, down and, to earth. Well, and like, well, just like, uh, in, a, you know, the kind of like principle of jujitsu being to be able to subdue a stronger, faster opponent. I mean, in his case, he's probably just as athletic as I am, but, uh, but I'm like the, I'm the perfect jujitsu dummy because I'm real fast and I'm real strong. And then, but like, you know, the high level guys, it's like, you know, there's just like, there's a, there's just a level of jujitsu that there's no amount of speed or strength. You're not going to win. They're just going to slowly, like they'll, they'll give you things just so you mm -hmm. just walk right into a trap that they wanted you to go to. And then they just strangle you. It's like, he's so fucking good, dude. He's so fucking good. <clears throat> The last time I rolled, I was in Vegas with uh, doing a shoot for Brandon Marino at the gym that he trains at when he's in Vegas. And I forget the dude's name. It's Victor something. And um, maybe it's not even Victor, but I'm so bad with names. But it was just so, he, he, it was fun. And like, he obviously, he was the coach of the gym. So obviously he's going to murder me, but he was real like slow and he's just kind of like, leaning his shoulder into my neck and it, but it felt it felt oddly good it was just yeah. weird i was like i needed i need this so yeah. i need to i need to get back into that dude you so float I, out of the gym afterwards it's like you it, go in even if you're sluggish and you float out you're just like it feels so good and you just it's like an hour class usually mm. each okay. class an hour yeah yeah and then like yeah, you just focus on because it's six blades, and uh, that's Shanji Ribeiro school, and Shanji's out here too, um, and uh, everyone is out here. That's why Crazy. to be uh, to be totally straight, that's that's why I got so serious about jits because I was like, I can't be in Austin, the yeah. jujitsu capital of the world, and not have a respectable pedigree in jujitsu, and it's like it's one of those things where like i think the thing that keeps most people out of jits is like it's such a long mountain to climb like most people can't see eight years you know like they just eight eight years to them they can't commit like that mm -hmm. and like for me i'm like okay so if i commit on this you know committing this amount of time to it over this amount of time where will i be and like i can you know like and i that can't shows that. you're like level of discipline and work ethic and probably why you're so successful in other areas of your life, including, you know, Jesse on fire, Jesse on everything. Are you still doing the one with your wife? Are yeah, you guys... we will. Like that it's dude, all on all honesty, I have very high hopes for that one. It's just that like, I'm, I was maxed out on time. She's so fucking busy too. That like, yeah. what we really need to do honestly is I, we need to come in here and like redo this, this, this studio in a way where it can be, Boom, we come in, we yeah. film, it's a, it's done. And like right now we don't have that. I have to like redo the whole studio to be able to do it and all that. And it's just like, but that's like, that's a, like a barrier. 
we're definitely doing. going to do that because that like that show that show will work like in terms of like a podcast. So, but yeah, I mean, it's the the only way that you make it though is through just utter consistency and Showing like up. and I and I have to do it for Jesse on Fire, you know, because like if you don't, I mean, you just. You don't like you have. I have like I. I do a video. I shit. I do two videos almost every single day. Then now you have mm-hmm. to do fucking shorts too. Yes. You know the shorts are, but you get way more. Well, it looks like your regular videos get way more views, but our shorts get well more views than our regular videos. So what? What's what happens with mine is they don't do anything, and then four months later they completely blow up. Weird. Yeah, it is really weird. And someone actually told me about that before I started doing them. They were like, uh, yeah, they were like, uh, th- yeah, I can't really tell. It was really weird. Like yesterday I did one and it got. I'm looking at oh, your channel right now. If you're wondering why I keep looking over here, I'm like looking at your channel. Just FYI. Yeah. No, okay. yeah. If you like, but on the shorts, I did one yesterday that got 4,000 views in the first, like, I don't know, hour. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just went like this and then just like stopped. Mm-hmm. And where I was like, okay, because I, I, what I actually think is going on is I think I have a restrictor on my YouTube right now because I got a community guidelines warning about uh, two weeks ago. Like, because if you like, I was just looking at my analytics yesterday. I'm like, why isn't my like, what the fuck happened? My channel was growing like 1,500 people a week, and then it just stopped like in its tracks. And uh, yeah, like I mean, I, I gained four people since last night, which is like unheard yeah. of lack of growth. <clears throat> In the last, like, I know last time we had the, uh, you were on, uh, it was like, I feel like it was like 40,000 and now you're almost at 80,000. So, uh, definitely I was surprised when I saw the numbers and I, you know, I tried, you know, I was gonna, I was trying to introduce you to JP and I was, and, and I looked at your numbers like, this is fucking respectable though. 77,000. I mean, to me, and these numbers are really, you know, 20,000 views here, et cetera. Yeah. Those are, that's a lot of people. And that's a yeah. lot of, a lot I of mean, views. 20, 20,000 is, if I go, like if my videos get under, like, I mean, you know, you give them like a week or two. And if they end up with under 15,000 views, then I consider that like not a good video, you know, like yeah. if it didn't perform, but then some of them get way more than that. I mean, I get O'Malley, that one got 36,000. This one, 27. This one, 22. Uh, Is Jake yeah. Paul really fucking joining the UFC? 24,000. Um, are we still speculating? Oh, wait, hang on just for one second. You're good. Yeah, Colby hasn't been around in a while. But Jake Paul, like, and he—he's still fascinating to me, and I would love—I would personally like to see him join because it would be fun to watch. The the who, like Jake Paul, Jake. Paul. Oh, dude, it'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be amazing. So he's—I mean, what Jake Paul's doing is really smart. Like he's saying that he's going to do—he's going to do MMA. He says he's going to train with Javier Mendez, which would be a great camp for him, and and he'll do it. I mean, like he'll do it, dude. And I, I, again, I've said this on the channel a million times and I will reiterate it now. The people who are, are hating on Jake Paul are doubting the fact that he will be a dangerous fighter in the cage are literally, they just don't know what they're like. They just, they, it's, it's one of two things. Either they have absolutely no fucking idea what they're looking at or 
they're such haters that it's like clouding their vision when they objectively watch film of him moving around in boxing. Cause it's like, I mean, I'm not saying like you throw him in there with like one of the top UFC guys right now, not at right. all. No. What I'm saying is like, okay, you've, you've seen, you, you watch the UFC, right? Like you, you know, you watch whatever, watch can someone the takedown. Go yeah, ahead. Exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like watch, watch one of these guys that you think has a really strong, powerful, right cross, you know, look at their technique and look at how fast they move in his weight class and watch his, like, dude, he's objectively super dangerous, man. Like, he's just, yeah. he'll he decapitate guys. Woodley. Yeah. He slept him. He like, totally fucking boop. Yeah. Like, face I, head plant, head um, face first. Yeah. That was and such we, a good knockout. It was great. And Tyron Woodley was the, Tyron Woodley was the UFC champion, like, four four years ago when Jake Paul had never boxed, like he had wow. no combat sports experience, none. Yeah. If someone would have been like, Hey dude, in 2022, this guy is going to fight that guy <laughs> in a sanctioned bout of any kind. And this yeah. guy is going to knock this guy out. Dude. I literally would be like, you guys can run a train on my wife. If that happens, it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. There's no, it's not possible. And he did it. You know, yeah, I don't even know if I could knock anyone out. I guess if I like ran and hit and like, I don't even know Beca you because, could. yeah, maybe just gotta but hit him right in the right spot. I've been hit, I've never been knocked out. I've been in a lot of fights, and I <clears throat> just like with a surprise right hook out of nowhere. And I remember getting like, you get the connection, and then I, I heard like fluid in my brain, it was like. And then I, I, I didn't go down, but I, I kind of went to the side, obviously, because he just hit me out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, you're fucking dead. But, I mean, to sleep Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren and, and I think a couple other guys is, is very impressive. He has, a, he has nuclear power. And it's exciting, you know, and he's, he's smart to... I think he pulls out. I think he pulled out of the last fight with the guy that might have actually beat him. What do you think about the guy that he was going to fight? That actually because uh, Tyson yeah. Fury's Rockman. brother. Was, yeah. No. Oh, oh, well, Tommy Fury. He had some. Tommy kind of visa. pulled out. Tommy, yeah, Tommy pulled out, out, and then he was going to fight this other dude. And then Rockman. Yeah. Which was. Yeah, I didn't like that fight for him. Like that's. Exactly. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't hate it because he's looking for a guy to make a statement against, but. Uh, I think Anderson Silva is a good is like a good stepping stone. Anderson Silva fought, see, but I do think Anderson Silva is going to be a tricky match for him, dude. Like just because mm -hmm. you know Anderson Silva is extremely hard to hit. You know, yeah. just in general, he, he's just like a kind of a freak. I mean, he was the best for ten years in the UFC, and nobody could hit him. And he would play with people, and he, now he's fifty something and still dangerous. And yeah, I'm. This is gonna. This is a toss up for me. He? I don't know who's gonna win, but I still see the potential of Jake Paul winning. It's just not gonna be, good, be yeah. as easy as or not easy as the first two. It's gonna be. He's 47. Yeah, dude. If he starches Anderson Silva, that would be. Ooh. Yeah, that's another notch. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hope he joins because it'll be fun for him to just. He, he's a character. And I, I personally like some personality in the sport. And I mean, the guys that 
don't want to talk shit because it's not it's like against the martial arts ethics or something i get it but also it's not as exciting i mean you're you're putting on a show you know this is a show business not well and 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 there's just like there's no like this i don't know my problem with with uh with just human beings in general in a lot of cases is they want it both ways. You know, you're like, you're like, look, man, I just, this is, we want it to be about respect. We want to be able to go out there like a couple of, you know, noble knights of the shining armor or knights of the round table and settle it like men. And we also want to make a shitload of money. And you're like, <laughs> uh, so here's the thing about that guy. You can't have it both ways. Like if you want to, like if you want it to be, if you want to be, you want to, ha- you know, be all about respect, you guys can feel free to go meet in some gym quietly and fight. Yeah. If you uh, like, but you're not going to make a lot of money. And if right. you want to make a lot of money, you can't just quietly, you know, oh, a couple samurai warriors, certainly not without the UFC building all of your hype, in which case shut the fuck up about your pay because why do you, how have you earned it? Like, yeah, you, you know, sell the fight. If you're not like that's 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 the whole thing. It's like if if a guy is super valuable to a specific event and they're complaining about their money, that's legit, dude. Like yeah. if Colby Covington did not get pay per view points on that Mossadal fight, like they said, that's fucking crazy. Like that's I mean, yeah. it's not the U. And listen, that is not the UFC's fault. Let me just say that once, like in crystal clear, that is not UFC's fault. UFC is an organization. It's their job to pay the least amount of money to run their business as efficiently as possible. Like, why would you, if a guy's like, hey, dude, I don't care. I'll take 200 grand to fight the guy. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you should take 2 million. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, this is not their fucking job. No. And so, especially in that fight right there, the Masvidal and Colby fight, where I know for sure that they had done all the matchmaking in the welterweight division for the previous fucking 18 months, two years even, just trying to set up where it could be Colby versus Masvidal for the title. That's all they were doing. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and I, if the, and I knew it, you know, yeah. okay, Colby fights. What's Masvidal doing? They're like, if Colby wins, we'll have Masvidal go, you know, and this and that is like, and then, you know, we give Masvidal two shots at Kamaru. If he won for sure, they would have done Colby versus totally. Masvidal for the, for the belt. All of it's totally. all set up. So now that they Kamaru beat him, they're like, okay, now we're doing Colby versus Masvidal. You're like, guy, do you not, I mean, can you possibly, like, do you understand your leverage in this situation? Like, they can't, they've been focused on this fight for two years. If you go into this in a bout agreement that doesn't have pay-per-view point, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, just tell them you, because they, the thing is, they fucked with Colby so hard before that they gave him gun shy. They stripped him of the interim belt. They played hardball with, he was doing all this work on the outside. Now, like, and, and they had, the, you know, he was just locked into a contract and they had all the leverage. And so they were just like, Fuck you. And they basically broke him down to where he, I think, if that's true, the reason why he signed that battle agreement is he's just like, I don't want to get into another thing where they just sit me on the bench. And it's like, dude, shit's changed since then. You know, like you mm-hmm. and Masvidal, that's a big fight. But yeah, the only you, way you get paid in the US, you have to fucking play it hard, dude. You have negotiate. to. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I mean. He, and that, he's a huge, he's like top three stars. I mean, he could be like as far as pay-per-view buys people hate him. i know and i bet i i 
love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always Me seem too. to love. I always seem to love people that people hate for some reason. But me, I, me too. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Maybe they're just. I feel like they're hating on his success, and because he's, you know, talking mad shit and back, but he's fucking backing it up. And the yeah. only losses he's were to tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fun. We almost sponsored him, and we I, we had some communication back and forth with him, and he was like, you know, respecting the fact that I'm a veteran and everything because he's super. Yep. Uh, you know he. He's awesome. Yeah, he respects stuff like that. The people, first responders, and cops and stuff. And <clears throat> yeah, I like that about him. And I and I, I liked Mosfidal until he like sucker punched Colby. I was thought that was kind of kind of a bitch move. Sorry. Yeah, if he really did that, then that would uh, then my opinion of him is different. Also, yeah. So we don't. I'm yeah, still I'm still waiting to see what the outcome of that court case is. It's like if if he goes on paper. You know, like goes court, charge a stick, goes on his record. I'll be like, okay, that shit really happened. Jesus. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just so, like, to your point, like, it's because first of all, I was so skeptical of their beef to begin with, just because, like, we talked about, like, what do you, this is fucking show business, man. Like, right. show business. Two guys are absolutely the closest friends in the world, you know? So for me, it's always like, okay, what's more likely that these guys really had some weird falling out and now despite the cl- they were, those guys were fucking brothers. And then it's like, what's what's more likely that like these guys are pulling a work? Like Colby's playing this character anyway, but these guys are pretending like they have this big beef, or or they really do that they really do have a beef. And I was always like, come on, like yeah, it's gotta be a work, dude. And then uh and this story. When it hit, I could, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I don't even know what to make of that. Like, I still, and I still don't know what to make of it. The fact that the Nelk boys were involved always seemed really sus to me. But like, uh, you know, because they're like best friends with Dana and everybody. It's like, I, you know, I don't know. It's just like yeah, the whole Trump, Dana, yeah, and the, and the governor. I mean, Dana and the governor of the Florida slapped me high five at the same time. Like they walked right by me. I was in the front row, DeSantis and Dana together. Like, I'm nice. like, so they need to pull some shit in Florida when we are. But at the same time, like, I mean, dude, they're like, there's like a fucking court case. There is an active court case. I, it's just, and like I said, if, if, if Mosfell pleads out or whatever, he ends up taking a charge, like, then, I, you know, like, I'm not saying I think for sure that it's a work. I'm just saying, like, for me to believe that that story is true for sure, where I have absolutely no doubts whatsoever, I need something bulletproof. Like absolutely yeah. bulletproof, and Mosfell going on paper—that's bulletproof. Like he's not taking a fucking charge on his record for this shit. And if he yeah. and so if he did do that, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. You you would think that he would have even because as a fighter, you you try to you have more control over your emotions because you're getting it all out in the gym, and you're. But if his ego got like squashed and he wanted to redeem himself because he lost and that's just not that like and the thing is that fight was not as bad as i remembered it the first time like when i went and watched it back you know colby out wrestled masvidal for sure yeah but masvidal landed some good shots dude masvidal looked you know i think people think that he's washed and i watched that fight back i'm like dude masvidal looked fucking good in that fight when he was on his feet he looked good actually like fast, dangerous, super powerful kicks. It's just Colby has such a tremendous advantage on the ground over Masvidal that it's like, 
It's just one of those things you can't like one these kids that grow up wrestling from age five, you know, and there's a lot of them. And then you're one of the kids that's a standout among all of the kids that have wrestled since age five. And then you go D one against all of the standouts that have been wrestling since they were five. And then you're a standout among all of those fucking guys and you're all American. And then you go into the UFC and you're, and these guys are like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm a primarily a, you know, a, you know, street fighter or, or not street fighter. I'm sorry. Like a stand up fighter. And they're like, yeah, you know, I've been working on my grappling. It's like good fucking good <laughs> luck overcoming that advantage, dude. You know, yeah. like I said, it's not, it's no knock. It's just like they probably, you know, these guys who made it to the UFC with a different discipline would have probably been the same had their, had they been in wrestling when they were five and gone up through the same system, they would have been the same as these guys. It's just, dude, you're talking, you're talking fucking, you know, 17 years of experience yeah. that they don't have. You like, you can't make that up in most cases. I think, I think GSP did a really good job. Um, trying to think of who else like didn't have a wrestling base and became and where they made wrestling into their like you know a big strength. But, but all the wrestlers like Matt Hughes, I'm thinking of Matt Hughes. He, I think he was rest, maybe he was wrestling. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, it's he like was. the great neutralizer to you know striking. It's because once you put them on the ground, all the kicks and spinning back fists can't happen. Yeah, so. That's like the core. I think that should be anyone who's like wants their child to grow up and be a you know UFC fighter. I think they need to be in wrestling. I was watching that fight this weekend with uh, Dern versus the yeah. Chinese lady, and Dern's been like she grew up, you know, doing jujitsu her whole life, her entire right? life. Yeah. yeah, and she almost had her, you know, a couple mm -hmm. times, but I. I don't think I like jujitsu is great and it was the best for the longest time and it's still, you know, necessary. But I think that combined with wrestling, I, cause there's a strength with wrestling that doesn't necessarily come to ju with jujitsu cause jujitsu is more relaxed, right? You got it's flow. more like, this is, this is my, my thoughts on that. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. My, my thoughts on it just it are like, Jiu-jitsu is what you do when you're on the ground, especially like if you're a wrestler and you have no jiu-jitsu and someone puts you on your back, you're fucking finished. Yeah. But right. jiu-jitsu guys, you put them on their back and you're like, hey, yeah, hey, go, go, go give it a shot. Hey, go ground and pound Charles Oliveira. See how that goes for you. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> just sit in his sit in his guard and then see see what happens. That's why I want to say that's why this Islam Makhachev fight is so interesting. Although Islam Makhachev is more of a, you know, like, like Khabib would sit in a guy's guard and just fucking pulverize them. See? Like, that's, I would love to see Charles Oliveira against Khabib for that. Ooh, anyway, yeah. for that, well, among, I mean, essentially, he, he, you are going to see, I mean, in my mind, you're going to see similar. Yeah, very similar. Makhachev, there aren't, they're very similar. Is he, is he still undefeated? Or is he lost? lost like he lost once. He got, he got, uh, he got knocked out once, but Cut. like long time ago. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, he, the thing, the, the thing that they do, they both dominate positions the same way, but like, but Khabib would get into a dominant position and just fucking unleash hell, just beat them into a bloody pulp. And Islam will dominate their position, keep advancing and then submit them more. Yeah. You know? Okay. Like you never yeah. really see, like you never really, I, I at least can't think of a fight where I saw Islam just batter a guy you know like get him in a position where he basically can't defend himself just punch him a thousand times like khabib loved doing
Yeah. He's more of a like, you, okay, now here, now I'm going to, you're either going to tap or I'm going to break your fucking elbow off. Yeah. He, I mean, the, what he did to Connor was kind of impressive, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, because he was really mad, though. <laughs> he yeah. hated him. That was yeah. crazy. Yep. Connor's the best marketer in the world, dude. Like, he's like, uh, he really is like, he's an incredible, incredible marketer. Guys. Yeah, I don't know if he should like teach classes or if I don't know if you can teach that, you know. I don't think like, you could teach what he does. And the other thing too is if he if there was you know, the UFC provided him the platform to become a star, you know. Like I have no fucking doubt, and this is not to suck my own dick, but like if I ended up in a situation where it was like, here's Jesse on fire to like Two million people, and I and like and I had the opportunity, like that the outcome would be the same, you know. Yeah. But it's like, but like, it, like you, it's, but like, where is that? But you know, I'm like Connor happened to be a world class fighter, and he knew exactly what he was going to do with it. That I have no idea. Like this is a very unique situation because then once you get that, my point it's like once you get that big. I've always said this. It's like if you get a big platform and you can't figure out a way to make money with it, what are you doing? Like it's like. I mean, you can do anything with that. If you get that big, you can launch any brand you want, dude. You know what I mean? What do you even like? Connor's got Connor Fast. He's got his clothing line. He's got like he's got this thing with Reebok. He's got obviously Proper Twelve. Right. He's like he markets himself. He's doing movies. It's it's like you know if you get a big platform, what are you doing with it? The Kardashians are are great examples of that too. It's like I they just the print money, just print yeah. money, dude. Tomorrow night, new episode. On Hulu. Oh, you watch it? I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, we, well, my wife oh. watches it, and, and I, I'm, and I, you know, people hate, but I'm inspired, you know, by their story and their work ethic. Those motherfuckers bust their ass. Um, and I know we, we're out, like running, we're out of time. Essentially, I just I had one more question since we were talking about promoting yourself and stuff. And a lot of YouTubers are fighting other YouTubers or mm-hmm. whatever. Do you ever think about like calling someone out and challenging them to a a, a fight or something i don't know i mean there's like i don't really see a whole lot of upside to it it's like yeah if you lose <laughs> if i well if i win it's like cool you know like you have I, to beat someone cool. of notoriety i guess you know exactly it's like if i beat someone some youtuber it's like okay cool like there's no there's no like there's no there's no positive impact for my brand really it's like you know, because what did I show that shows I can beat up like a, a kind of regular person? It's like, yeah, you can't look at me and know I could probably beat the shit out of a lot of regular folks. You know, it's like there's right. no like there's no pause. And I'm not I'm not going to like I'm not going to go fight anyone of notoriety because I'll probably lose almost for sure. And, you know, well, I meant like, like Tom Cruise or something or some actor. Or oh, something. yeah. If someone if someone who's a much bigger star than me wants to fight me, yeah, I'll fight them for sure. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully one day you and I can roll for fun because I, yeah. I I I really enjoy it and it would just be a good time and we'll get together. And where do you live again? I live in Colorado, but I'm always my whole team is in San Antonio. So oh, nice, dude. Yeah, if you and, come out, you can come to the gym and train anytime you want. Awesome. Well, yeah. next time I'm in t- Texas, which is usually in San Antonio, I'll hit you up and see if we can get together. Let's do it, dude. We love going to t- we love going to San Antonio for the weekend anyway. So maybe we could even just go there. We would go there. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate you coming on again. We'll do it yep. again. I'm uh, really, I, I kind of consider you a friend now, so I appreciate sure. you. And uh, you keep doing what you're doing. You're killing it. 
uh, your, your channel's growing. Jesse on fire, Jesse on everything. Subscribe to his channel. And, and and thank you for all of you that are coming from his channel to watch this. I appreciate your guys' subscriptions. I think, again, we've got like a, a lot of subscriptions from you just coming on the show. So I appreciate it. Well, dude, and like you and you, you guys sponsor. I was just saying this in one of my videos the other day, like Sheath sponsors all the coolest fucking channels, or at least all, at least like, or, or at the very least, you and I have the exact same taste in YouTube. Oh, that's right. You fucking sponsor the quartering. Yeah. When I was like, oh, I saw it on the quartering. I forgot about that. I just, I was just thinking about that right now. But yeah, you yeah. guys, like all the, all the channels you sponsor, are all the ones that I watch. So and I, yeah, we would sponsor more if we could, but sometimes they're just like, um, what's that dude fucking from Britain? Um, the dude from Great Britain. He's he's an actor. But anyways, nobody's he doesn't have any like a lot of guys, they just don't take sponsors. Um yeah. Oh, oh Russell Brand. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to end without yeah. saying, yeah, Russell Brand. Yeah, he's gonna cool get kicked to... off YouTube anyway, which is ins- I mean, he's like, did you I mean you saw, they, they gave him a, a lifetime warning? Are you because, serious? Dude, I know I heard about uh, the strike and they pulled the chant that one uh video off and stuff. All he said was he said, look at this. The CDC is saying that that is, in fact, a a recommended treatment for COVID. And what it actually was, was they were doing a study to see ah. if it could be a recommended. And then literally inside of inside of 24 hours, someone had reached out there all, that's not correct. Like it's actually, and he did a video correcting it. So talking 24 hours and then he corrected it went public and they gave him a lifetime strike where if he does it again they just they delete his channel he's got like fucking six million subscribers or something like that and so he just and so he just launched his uh he launched on rumble yeah yeah um i mean i've i it's it's fucked up that you have to like you know watch what you say but i've taken and when my wife had i didn't get it yeah. I ended up getting it later, uh, like after partying for four days and forgetting, like I didn't sleep and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I hadn't taken it in quite a few months because I thought it was over. And then I ended up fucking finally getting it like a couple of weeks ago, which is I'm a little bit still, I feel like spacey. So I apologize for anyone out there, but I appreciate you guys coming on here and watching. Um, it's interesting that you say that too, because like I was taking it prophylactically. Yes. And I got, so I got, I got twice. The okay. first time I had been taking prophylactically, and then I started taking it as soon as I tested positive, and it was like super easy. Nice. And then the, the second time I got it, which was very recently, I hadn't taken it in forever, Same. and I got fucking nuked. By I got super sick, like super I was, sick. I, was I don't know. I have no idea days. if it's yeah. I don't know if it's connected or or if it's just a different strain, but that was my experience. I think that it, it works, but I guess you're not allowed to say that. So I mean, that's the, yeah. I just there's just no way for me to know based on my own experience, but I've seen some compelling studies that certainly support that it does. Yeah. So think you know, come up with your own conclusions. Um, yeah. Don't believe what they tell you though, because they're fucking lying pieces of shit. You know who I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. But we'll we'll tell we'll tell you like it is, or at for least the sure. way we think it is. Um, be honest and you know not just deceive just, deceive you on purpose or whatever just backtrack to who benefits all the time that's all i do all the time that's how i l- land on 
theories that are probably wrong sometimes because I'm like, well, okay, so this worked out for who? Is there a way I can kind of backtrack it into this being coordinated or do they just get lucky? You know, and it's hard for me All to usually money. get to lucky. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we'll do this again soon. Yeah, let's Thank do you it, for man. coming out and our shit sure. coming in on and uh, have a great rest of your day. And thanks, everyone. For sure. Later, we'll man. See you next time. Bye. Okay. That was Jesse on fire. He's fucking great. He's so positive and, and, you know, the fact that he's willing to come on here or whatever. And he really is. He's been on here three times now and he's willing to come back on and he's just such a, um, like a positive dude and he's like easygoing and whatever go check out his channel though he's fucking really good he's and he's always got like these sweet topics that are trending you know like in mma so check him out and i'll see you next week i gotta get out of here